blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Your hosts, Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no holds bar trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees. I'm your host, John Spees. Today we've got us an old fashioned brawl of bona fide trivia badasses. Our first contestant, I've always wondered, how does her garden grow with silver bells and cockle shells and pretty maids all in a row? It's Mary Mary, quite contrary, Randazzo. Hey, Mary, how you doing? I'm good, and I'm suddenly having elementary school flashbacks, yeah. but okay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I just wanted to say cockle shells. Cockle. I, it's, it's a fun word, <laughs> and I fun. can be very contrary, so it, it does fit. Good. Adam, I can't believe you went all 1800s on that one. I don't. <laughs> totes my goats. All right, Mary, uh, please remind everybody a little about yourself. Uh, I'm Mary. I'm living, I live in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, and I was for a very long time an orthodontic lab tech and i have recently switched careers completely and it's very exciting and i'm now office managing uh an av company and it's great nice very cool all right your opponent today you might remember him from such films as david vs super goliath give my remains to broadway make out king of montana and of course the itchy and scratchy movie it's troy i mean brian not troy mcclure Hey, Brian. Hey. Those are all official Troy McClure movies, in case you were curious. How are you all doing tonight? We are doing good, and we are happy to have you back on the show. Please remind everybody about what you do and all the huge sizes of your cats. Um, <laughs> Brian McClure, right outside Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, work on medical equipment in hospitals, and yeah, I have three large cats. So, uh, the smallest is about 13 pounds, and the boy, the large one, is about 22 pounds, and my oldest is about 15 pounds. Three large Ming Coons. All right. Well, we are very excited to have you both on the show. And as always, we're excited to hear those rules. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. Now that we know the rules of our little show, I want to get to know Mary and Brian a little bit better. And I would say a lot of the times when John and I ask for somebody's favorite, this or that, we've kind of passed over fashion a lot. And I want to do something dealing with fashion. And so I'll do a fairly easy one. Who is your favorite supermodel of all time? Male or female, doesn't matter. They don't have to be super. They can be a regular model. <laughs> it looks a confusion. Yeah, I guess it. that's why we don't do fashion too often at the <laughs> beginning of these. 
Come on, it could be. Um, I would have to go with Christy Brinkley. Christy Brinkley. I'm a child of the 80s. 80s, yeah, 80s classic. Um, give me a second. I am looking something up to make sure I get this pronunciation correct. I'm going to go with mostly because um, she is gorgeous, and also I like absolutely love David Bowie. So I'm going to go with Iman um, because they were absolutely adorable together, and she's very pretty. Oh, okay. All right, here we go. This is tough for me. Christy Brinkley was in Parks and Rec, and I love Parks and Rec. Iman was in Remember the Time music video of Michael Jackson, and I love me some Michael Jackson. And when in doubt, Michael Jackson's going to win out. I got to go with Iman. It's, and it's MJ. It's because of MJ. Iman's cool, I guess. But <laughs> MJ. So, all right. And Mary, that means you get to pick first in this game. Okay. Uh, I guess uh, we'll start off with literature. All right. Literature's coming at you first and foremost. Oh, boy. We're starting in the 50s. Yeah, that's the only way to start. Is it, though? <laughs> <laughs> What 1959 novel by American writer Walter Tevis tells the story of a young pool player, Fast Eddie Felsen, who challenges the legendary Minnesota Fats a film adaptation released in 1961? Uh, well, I definitely haven't read it. I can tell you that, nor seen the movie. Um, I don't. I don't think I have a guess. You are guessless. Yes. Brian, can you steal it? Only if the name of the movie is the same as the book. I'm going to go with The Hustler. The Hustler is correct. Brian using that movie knowledge to his advantage. Uh, And what category would you want to start with, Brian? And I'm going to go right there to my old favorite of movies. Okay. And we're going to jump all the way to the 2000s. Okay. Spike Lee hoodwinked us all when he directed what 2000 film starring Damon Wayans as a frustrated African-American TV writer who proposes a blackface minstrel show in protest, but to his chagrin, it becomes a hit. I hate the 2000s. (laughs) Because you were in a submarine at that time. Yes. Oh, Spike Lee. This one I'm drawing a blink on. I have no idea. Okay, doesn't know his Spike Lee movies. But Mary, how about you? No, no, no. Um, we're good. It's it's like the Spike Lee version of the producers, but I have I don't have any idea. All right. Uh, this one, I actually watched it. I think it was in, I took a class called Race Relations on Film. Uh, it was actually a pretty interesting class, and this one was part of that. Um, I do own it. It's it's not Spike Lee's best, but I actually kind of like it. Uh, the hint being hoodwinked us all. This is a synonym for that. The movie is called Bamboozled. Bamboozled. Okay. I have at least heard of that one. Okay. I have not. <laughs> all right. All right. No points awarded there. Mary, we're back to you. Um, Let's try music. Okay. The 60s. The 60s. I mean, that's a good time for music. but It is. Yeah. In 1962, Pat Boone had a, had a Billboard number six hit that was titled for and about what Looney Tunes character who might have the scientific name of Mus Musculus Chaler? Pat Boone, not my strong point. Um, not even in 60s music. Uh, couldn't have been the monkeys. Um, 
wild guess at Pepe Le Pew? Pepe Le Pew is incorrect. Brian, can you steal? Can you repeat the question again? I'm trying to rack through characters. Sure. In 1962, Pat Boone had a Billboard number six hit that was titled for and about what Looney Tunes character who might have the scientific name of Mus Musculus Chaler. Oh, if only your cousin was here. Mary. Yeah, I, know. I was going to um, say, Will, uh, yeah, Will knows his Latin. <laughs> right. Um, I have no idea. Nothing? I've got okay. nothing. All right. Uh, my brother John has a guess for funsies. Uh, I, and this is just a guess. Uh, is it the Tasmanian Devil? The Tasmanian Devil is incorrect. Oh. So, Chaler, C-E-L-E-R, means fast. And Mus Muskellus is mouse. Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez. All right. All right, Brian, we're back to you. What kind of, what category would you like? Uh, Let's see if we can uh, start redeeming ourselves here. Let's go with TV. Okay. And we are moving up to the 70s. We've got a question from Chris Hossie. Thank you very much, Chris. After finishing the Beverly Hillbillies in 1971, Buddy Ebsen went on to join this detective series that ran from 1973 to 1980. Man, I get this one confused. It ran to, you said 1980? It ran from 73 to 80. The one I'm thinking I thought ran longer than that. But I may only remember it in syndication repeats. Um, Let's go with Hill Street Blues. Hill Street Blues is incorrect. Mary, can you steal? Can I have you repeat the question? Of course. After finishing the Beverly Hillbillies in 1971, Buddy Ebsen went on to, went on, sorry, Buddy Ebsen went on this detective series that ran from 1973 to 1980. As a stalling tactic, that didn't help. Um, I'm absolutely drawing blank. I don't, I don't have a guess. All right. No redemption on this uh, uh, question. It's Barnaby Jones. Barnaby Jones. Haven't ever watched it. All right, fair. I haven't either. Uh, Mary, we're back to you. Uh, let's try food. Okay. And your decade is the 60s. In 1965, people were ready for the end of the work week and could eat at what restaurant that first opened in Manhattan? Uh, I think that would be TGIF. TGI Fridays, I will accept yes, that. That's, TGI, yeah, that's TGI Fridays <laughs> is correct. All right, Brian, you have oh. sports, toys and games, slang, fashion, and news and politics to pick from. Uh, let's go with toys and games. Okay. Your decade is the 50s. In 1957, Milton Bradley came out with a board game based on a popular three-word TV game show. It came with its own vinyl record so that players could listen and guess their answers. Name that tune. Name that tune is correct. Back to me. Um, I guess let's try fashion. Okay. Your decade is the 80s. All right. Popularized by professional wrestler Macho Man Randy Savage, what is the name for the sunglasses that instead of having darkened, darkened lenses have horizontal slats integrated as part of the frame? 
I know oh, you know what you know what they look like. I know exactly what they are. I have no idea what they're called. Um, no, I, I don't. I don't. I have no idea what they're called. <laughs> All right, Brian, you're a wrestling fan. Do you know the fashion of Macho Man? No, I don't know what they're called. I know exactly what you're describing. Um, I never knew their name. Um, so we're just gonna go with um, we're gonna just go with Macho Man glasses. The Macho Man glasses is incorrect. Uh, so most popularly, they are called shutter shades. Shutter shades because they're shutters like that. Uh, they're also known as slatted shades, louvered shades, or Venetian blind shades. I would accept it any of those, but shutter shades is the common one. So, all right, no points there, and we're back to Brian. Um, let's go with sports. Okay. Back to the 50s. All right. A walk-off home run by New York Giant Bobby Thompson on October 3rd, 1951, won them the National League pennant. What nickname does this hit go by? It's shared by the phrase that refers to the opening of the battles of Lexington and Concord, which sparked the American Revolution. Well, I would... I'm going to talk here for a second, so I could give you... Word. I would think that would be the shot heard around the world is that, but I'm thinking with baseball, it was the hit heard around the world. Um, man, I don't know. Yeah, so I, I'm going to go with the hit heard around the world. The hit heard around the world is incorrect. Mary, can you steal? I mean, the shot heard around the world was the first thing that popped into my mind, so try that. The shot heard around the world is correct. It was, uh, yep, a dead-on one-for-one sharing of the nickname. All right. All right. Mary getting a steal, and she can choose between news and politics or slang. Uh, Let's go slang. The 50s again. All right. In the 50s, cut the gas. Didn't mean to stop farting. Instead, it meant what? Uh, Slow down? Slow down is incorrect. Brian, can you steal? Oh. Cut the gas. Um, Stop talking? Stop talking? Be quiet, shut up, or be silent is correct from all that Ooh. gas coming out your mouth. Yes. Good steal from Brian. And he's going to end this uh, round in news and politics. It's the 60s. On the evening of August 9th, 1969, what young actress who was married to Roman Polanski had the fatal misfortune of meeting members of the Charles Manson family? That would be Sharon Tate. It is Sharon Tate. And that is the end of round one. John, where do we stand? All right. Not a lot of points this uh, round, but uh, Brian did amass a little bit of a lead. He has 40 and Mary has 20. Yep. Yeah, but one steal and get her right back on track. Uh, And as Mary went first in round one, Mary, you get to pick for Brian to start off round one. Round two. Uh, Round two. Thank you. Round two. (laughs) Um, Mostly because I don't want it, I'm going to give you sports. Okay. And your decade is the 60s. Wow. (laughs) All right. 1966 was the last time which European nation won the World Cup. Interesting, as they are the country who claims they invented the sport. 
Um, yeah, they claim everything else. Let's go with England. England is correct. Mary, what would you? Or sorry, Brian, what do you want to give to Mary? Um, let's give her fashion. Played her strength there, but I don't want it. In your decade is the nineties. Right. In the nineties, what shoe brand gained popularity with their version of the clog? With oh my god, I can't. I can't pronounce this word. Uh, in the nineties, what shoe brand? Uh, gained popularity with their version of the clog with latticed leather straps and turned uh, and turned w- the one boring shoe style into a sweeter fashion choice. I don't think it's latticed is not the right word. It's atrocious. I... All right, hold on. I'm just going to post this because I'm an idiot and I'm atrotized. Atrocized. Who wants to pronounce that for me? That's not a word I've ever seen before. <laughs> It's almost like attractive, but attractus, attractus, yeah, attractice. Yeah, and I think, I think I can picture what you're talking about, but I don't. I, I don't know what they're called. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a, a random stab at Birkenstocks, but Birkenstocks is incorrect. Yeah, Brian, can you steal? No, and I'll I will do you the the favor of not having to repeat that question. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I have you no know idea. what I think re- it was? I think I was supposed to type attractive, and I missed the V with the C, and it's supposed to be with attractive leather straps, not attract ice. I bet that's not even a word. Attractive leather straps. Yep, I guarantee you that's what that is. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna go with gladiator shoe. I have no idea. Gladiator shoe is incorrect. Uh, no, the hint here was um, the once boring. They turned the once boring shoe into a sweeter fashion choice. Uh, it was called Candies. Candies was the company. Okay. All right, Mary, you get to pick for Brian, and I hope I don't didn't uh, mistype anything in future questions. <laughs> uh, let's give him news and politics. Okay. And he gets the seventies. Claiming that he received instructions to kill from an evil dog, David Berkowitz murdered six and wounded several others before his August 1977 arrest. What is Berkowitz better known by? Son of Sam. Son of Sam is correct. Keep giving away all the ones that I actually know. Yeah, I know. They're landing, landing on some easy ones there, and you're getting some I, of those. I, I was scared ones. as you were reading that. It was like, like, how much are you going to give? Yeah, like, if I say exactly. <laughs> no, it's some of Sam. Know. Then move it on. Yeah, exactly. Could have been yeah. tougher. All right, Brian, what do you want to give to Mary? Um, let's give her slang. Okay. And it is the 60s. Wow. Campbell's may have sponsored this two-word slang phrase that means extra parts or modifications on a car, usually to make it faster. Uh, souped up. Souped up is correct. So I originally actually thought souped up was spelled S-U-P-E-D and not S-O-U-P-E-D. Like super. Like super, but it is spelled soup with like the like the yeah. food. Um, I, did beca- not, because yeah, I didn't know that it was spelled exactly. like that. That's so because back in the day, um, additives like nitroglycerin and things like that put into the car were called soup. And so they said souped up. So there you go. A little fun fact for the day. All right. All right, uh, Mary, what do, you want to, what do you want to give to Brian? Uh, 
I have not been keeping track. What do we have? Left, we have table. movies, music, TV, toys and games, literature, and food. Okay. Uh, let's do TV. Okay. It's the 90s. All right. What Nickelodeon show ran from 1994 to 1998, starring Ron and Natalie Days? The show was inspired by the culture of Days' home of St. Helena Island, South Carolina, part of the Sea Islands. Problem is, that's when I would have been in college. There's only really one show we watched on Nickelodeon at that time. This was not it. Um, I have no idea. All right. Nothing from you. Mary, were you watching Nickelodeon from 94 to 98? Uh, I was. um, Because that was from like, yeah, it would have been like, that's like 10 to 14. It's like Mm -hmm. very good Nickelodeon times. And I had younger siblings. But if this is the show I'm thinking of, I still remember most of the theme song. I'm going to say Gullah Gullah Island. Gullah Gullah Island is correct. And it is the Gullah culture that uh, is prominent out there on those islands. So good steal. And Brian, you have got to pick the next category for Mary. Oh, um, Island. <laughs> they always, have, I mean, those Nickelodeon shows know how to make a theme song. That's for sure. Let's give her toys and games. All right. Little toys and games. It's the nineties again. Okay. What action figure line included characters like Ripster, Big Slamu, and Moby Lick uh, was released by Mattel in the mid-90s to coincide with a cartoon show of the same name? Can I get you to repeat that? Yeah, I'm going to do it with the same enthusiasm. What action figure line included characters like Ripster, Big Slamu, and Moby Lick was released by Mattel in the mid-90s to coincide with a cartoon show of the same name? I, these are not names that are familiar, so and I don't know if this is from the right era, but I'm going to uh, take a stab at something ridiculous and say Street Sharks. Street Sharks is correct. Oh, Good job. Wow. I was a fan of that. Yep. <laughs> I enjoyed that show. It was a good time. I never watched it, but I'm like, clearly I was aware of it. It's just... Yes. <laughs> yep, that's in there. All right. Uh getting some points. Mary, what do you want to give to Brian? Uh let's give him let's give him food. Okay, get some food. And it is the seventies. What brand of primarily orange flavored soft drinks was launched in nineteen seventy nine? Unlike many other competing orange sodas, it contains caffeine. And in 1980, it became the number one orange soda in the U.S., which which it remains today. Oh, it's the number one. Uh, we're going to go Sunkist. Sunkist is correct. I believe it's a Pepsi product. They, they put, they're not afraid of putting caffeine in things. All right. Brian, do you want to give literature, music, or movies to Mary? Um, give her literature. Okay. Nobody's saying it correct today but me. Uh, it's going to be the 70s again. Okay. What 1978 John Irving novel 
is about a man born out of wedlock to a feminist leader who grows up to be a writer. A movie adaptation starring Robin Williams was released in 1982. This at least feels like something I've heard of. Uh, I don't think I'm going to get there, but uh, this is going to be wrong. I'm just going to take a guess at a Robin Williams movie and say Patch Adams. (laughs) Patch Adams is incorrect. Brian, can you steal? No. And the only movie I'm thinking of, I has to be much later than that. And the more I think about it, I don't know if it's Robin Williams that's in it. I know that um I don't think he's in it though, but the only thing coming to mind is the Fisher King. The Fisher King is incorrect. Uh and I can't remember if that's Robin Williams either. I feel like it's not. Uh, right, I don't think it is. It's yeah, I don't um, think it is. it's um is that, uh, um it's the dude. The oh, Jeff Bridges. Yes. Okay. Uh, John, do you know this one? I'm I'm taking a guess. Uh, I actually I've never seen this movie. I just know it's one of his earlier movies. Is this something like uh, the World According to Garp? It is the World okay. According to Garp. According to Garp. I, I was right. I have heard of it. Heard of it. There you go. <laughs> just didn't know it. All right, Brian, you get to give uh, either movies or music to Mary, and I think I know what you're going to do if you're the Brian we all know and love. Yeah. Um, actually, no, I just gave her literature. That's... Oh, yes, right. You just gave her literature. My yeah. bad. I was yeah. wrong. Yeah. So that means, Mary, you get to give something to Brian. Um, I don't know that it'll make a whole lot of difference, but uh, let's go ahead and give you music. Okay. It's the 2000s. Edit Decade. <laughs> released in 2000 who let the dogs out swept the world charting in 17 countries it would win a grammy in 2001 for best dance recording and was performed by a group from what country i was good up until that point <laughs> um i'm going to have to go with being their group name, I'm hoping that that's where they were from. Um, I don't think it is, but we're going to go with the obvious and just go Mexico. Mexico is incorrect. Mary, can you steal? Um, I, I, ha- I had a first instinct, and then I am now second-guessing myself. What's ironic is that I have within the last year, listen to the entire discography of theirs on that is on Apple Music. Dear God. Actually, actually, that is like their worst song. Okay. okay. It, it's like they actually have some decent, like really good harmonies and, and really good rhythms. Um, uh, but I'm going to go with my first instinct and say Jamaica. Jamaica is incorrect. That would have been my guess. I was thinking the name led me away to there, though. Not, neither of y'all said the name of the group. John, you want to fill in everything? Yeah. Uh, so, Ryan, you were right on the name. Yeah. The name of the country is in the name, but it's Baja spelled B A H A, not spelled B A J A. Ah, it's yeah. The Bahamas. Bahamas is that, okay. That was my second instinct, and I should have. I should have. Yeah, no, I, I, I guess just in my mind, I've always thought it was just B A J A. So, yep. yep. 
That's why I went that way. Yep, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. All right. Uh, That's going to leave movies for Mary. And that will be the 90s. Macaulay Culkin was paid $1 million, the first child star to ever to ever get that rate for what 1991 buzzworthy film? Um, I mean, you, I, I don't know if this lines up, but you say Macaulay Culkin, and I'm going to guess Home Alone. Home Alone is incorrect. Brian, can you steal? Oh, he wouldn't got paid for that because I felt like that was his first movie. Oh wait, 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 wait. What is um? I can't remember if he was that. Was that um? Was he in my my girl? Let's go with my girl. And go with Buzzworthy. Think of the bee. My girl, where he died from bees. <laughs> Yes, it is. My girl. He needs his glasses. He needs his glasses. Uh, Yes, that is the end of round two. Brian getting that steal. John, where are the scores? Uh, All right. Well, uh, both players being able to kind of keep pace with each other pretty much the second round. Uh, Brian is still in the lead with 80 and Mary has 50. Yep, that is what I have as well. Brian, as you are leading, what category do you want to go into the final round? Um, there should be no surprise. We're going to go with movies. <laughs> okay. Um, and it's the 80s. The 80s, okay. And Mary, what uh, category is joining movies? Um, let's, do, let's do toys and games. All right. little toys and game action. And that will be the 60s. Okay. All right. Well, we need the two of you to write down your wagers based on 80s movies and 60s toys and games. Okay. I got mine. I have mine. All right. We are going to start off in our movies category. And we've got a question from Chris Hasse again. Thank you, Chris. Goldie Hawn played the title character of this 1980 movie about a sheltered woman who somehow enlists in the U.S. Army and tries to leave during basic training. And our 60s toys and games question. The Bandai Corporation's first commercial success came in 1963 when they produced an action figure line based on what anime about the adventures of a childlike android? While our contestants are thinking about their answers, I am going to let everyone know out there who is listening right now, go check out Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. That's a podcast I do with my buddy, Corey, where we uh, have gone through every single episode of Seinfeld. And now on the Patreon only feed, we are going through every single episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Listen as we descent into madness as Curb Your Enthusiasm declines in quality pretty intensely. And we're having a, still a good time watching the show because uh, we drink whiskey and talk about the whiskey as well. So uh, make sure you go and check out Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. All right. Do either of you need a question reread? What was the toys one again? That And it was from the 60s, right? Yep. The Bandai Corporation's first commercial success came in 1963 when they produced an action figure line based on what anime about the adventures of a childlike android everything i'm coming up with that one's from the 80s 
Okay. Yeah, I don't think we're thinking will help me. I think I'm. All right. Uh, Mary, as you were behind, what were your two answers to our 80s movies and 60s toys and game question? Um, so the 80s movies, I, I have that problem where one title jumped into my head and I don't think it's right, but then nothing else would would get past it. So we're going with G.I. Jane for that one. And then 60s toys and games. I think this is the right time frame for Astro Boy. Okay. And Brian, what were your answers? Um, for the toys and games, everything I was coming up with was from the 80s or later. Um, but maybe they had something. Maybe there was an earlier version. Um, that one I came up with Gundam Wing. Um, and the movie was Private Benjamin. All right. Correct answers. The Goldie Hawn uh, film was Private Benjamin. And the anime that uh, Bandai had its first success with was Astro Boy. So each contestant getting their category, but neither getting the other. And so that means both of y'all are going down, but we need to know just how far you're going down. Mary, what did you wager? Um, for no really good reason, uh, except that it leaves me at 42. I wagered eight. <laughs> okay. And Brian, what did you wager? And I wager 21. Okay, John, do us some math and let us know who won. With a final score of 59 to 42, Brian is the winner today. Yeah. Good job. Good wagering. Well done, sir. I feel like a score of 42, Mary should win that, though, just based <laughs> off the score. Okay, sure. I still need to read that book, but I think the movie was not that good. I'm throwing it out there. I don't know if that is if that is hurtful and everyone's going to hate me, but I, I've heard the book is really good. The, the, the movie Which is movie? not the, like the... The one where Alan Rickman plays yeah. voices the, the... It's not the best bot. adaptation. Yeah. It, okay. it, the, the BBC one, I think, is a lot cheesier, yeah. but I think it's better. Okay. But it's um, And the first, the first two or three books are absolutely worth reading. They kind of go... Okay. Often yeah, you're just from yeah. there. But. Read through the trilogy. After that, it yeah. gets it gets kind of bogged down. But the first like three were fantastic. Yeah. And watch the BBC version. Just yeah. realize it's British humor. Yeah, <laughs> the book, but it's like BBC British television. So all of a sudden, some silly sax music and Benny Hill's going to be chasing uh, undressed ladies. That's you know not quite that bad, but not it's, that bad. But yeah. it's okay. it's rough. But it's I think it, <laughs> that version is much better. Okay. All right. Well, that is the end of the episode. Mary, is there anything you would like to plug? Um, I always am never prepared for that question. It comes uh, every time. It's the one question that is consistent. No, I always forget about it until this moment. Um, no, I guess uh, I'm going to fall back on my uh, definitely, definitely support uh, all of your teachers, particularly your high school teachers and they have it rough yes definitely definitely support your teachers all right and brian the big winner for the day uh anything you would like to plug uh nothing really just a shout out to my wife for um give me time to do this tonight kelly is awesome 
We all love us some Kelly McClure as well. So, all right. Well, thank you guys for being on the show. We really appreciate it. John and I actually haven't recorded in a little bit, so it's nice to get back in the seat and get things moving again. So we had a lot of fun. For Brian, for Mary, for John, I'm Adam. This was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. 